Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 7, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5, 4, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning! And welcome to the pre-show. It is Tuesday. It is April 11th. And thank you guys for getting up early with us. This half hour, just for you guys, it's kind of like our own little secret club. Not everyone knows that we come on a half hour early. Like, technically, we aren't supposed to start at 6, but we decided we wanted to come on a half hour early. It was our idea. This is like our our freebie that we give the company. Because we don't get paid for coming in this extra half hour, but we don't care because we like hanging out with you guys super early in the morning. And there's so many cars out there. So many people are up, too. That's kind of why we started doing this, what, seven, eight years ago. So, yeah. you know what, let's start this thing early because driving in, we're like, we're not the only ones driving in this hour. We felt bad. Like, what do you guys... Oh, man. Let's let's get on and let's let's be there for you guys. So, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> I like that. It's good, to, it's good to be with you. As always, if you ever want to check in or you have a question or you want to make a comment, you can call us or text us at 702 702- Three six four ninety four hundred. I was thinking about something last night that I totally forgot to bring up yesterday, and I just I thought it was so cool. Uh, over the weekend, well, actually, we were on vacation last week, and uh, the first weekend of our vacation, I was in Atlanta for my daughter's volleyball tournament. Came back here for a few days, and then we went for another volleyball tournament in Chicago. And when we go to Chicago, there is a restaurant we love to go to. It is Harry Carey's Steakhouse, and we actually took you there for your birthday last time we were in Chicago. Yeah, it was it was a it was a special night. It was a lot. Of, that was a lot of fun. We've done that restaurant a couple times together, but yeah, the last one was my birthday, and we had it was an absolute blast. It was we, a highlight of my it, year. It really, like the food is great. Mm. I love the atmosphere. The servers are fantastic. Did we not have the best server? Last oh, he was time amazing. We yes. Do you remember his name? Ah, Steph. What was his name? Uh, Rick Ricardo. No, no. It was Lupe. <gasps> Yes. And Lupe was my server no, when we went this Lupe. past uh, weekend. <laughs> it was so funny because he comes up to the table and he has an accent and he's like, hey, you guys, so what can I do for you? And I was like, I think I know you. And he looked at me and he goes, I think I know you too. And I go, you were our server last time we were here. And he was, man, he was just the nicest guy. And he said, when you guys are done, I want to take you on a tour. And we thought maybe he would just take us to the kitchen or something like that. 
So he takes us to this elevator that is like one of those old fashioned elevators where you have to like lift the cage and then walk in. We're like, where are we going? So that restaurant, that building used to be owned by the mob. And he took us like to the secret room, like the speakeasy that was in there Uh that I had no idea was there. Then you can go underground and there's all this gangster memorabilia and you can see the tunnels that they used to escape from. And there's a big safe down there that they kept all their money. I was like, why didn't he show us this last time we were here? It was absolutely incredible. We've heard every time we go there, we hear stories about it. I think it's even the menu explaining what the building was like, but I didn't know that stuff actually existed that you could go see. That's that's really cool to see that stuff. I think you have to get like a special invite. And I don't know why we didn't get it the first time. Maybe because there was so many of us. And I don't know. But um, it was really cool. So next time if we go there, we have to ask him for the special tour. We have to ask for him specifically. Because I just love that guy. He was awesome. We, the treat he gave us at the end was we we're taking pictures. Of, they have like a big bowl inside the restaurant. And he let me... I think it was with my birthday, sit on top of the bowl to take pictures. He had Matt do it this time. Yes. And Matt went insane. He was doing a photo shoot on there. It's so much an honor to sit on top of that bowl. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, I just, I thought of that last night. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to tell them about seeing Lupe again. It was so cool. Lupe, yeah, that was, that was a fun night. We had a lot of fun that night. Yeah. So, so every year, it's like the past few years, our DJ school that we go to every summer is always in Chicago. It's such a great city, easy to get to. This year, that DJ school is down in Dallas. Are we going? I know we kind of brought it up and said, nah, are we going to DJ school? Do we have thoughts on it? Is it a final decision of yay or nay on the whole thing? I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I enjoy going and like um, the experience of it all. There's a couple things I like to see in Dallas as well. So I don't know. If you guys want to go, I'm down to go. Steph? I want to go. I really, really want to go, especially because it's so much fun seeing all of our radio friends. I just don't know my budget by that time because I'm going to be going to Cabo in June and then the Philippines in December. So in between that time, I might be saving up money for that. If for some reason the boss is listening, is like, you guys, we got it on your bill, on your on our company tab. I'm like, all right, then I'm willing to go. I don't really want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. I And it's nothing about Dallas specifically, but it's like, uh, I'm just, I'm kind of meant on it. And then last time at DJ school, I just didn't feel like I got a lot out of it. I I kind of felt like it was, with the exception of Steph's being on a panel that I loved, everything else was, I was just kind of like, okay, that's fun. I think it's mostly about the social aspect of it and seeing people, which is completely fun. But I'm just kind of meh on it. But if you guys want to go, I can hold the fort down here. If, no, if, guys, if we're going we to go as a go. team. Yeah, yeah. No, uh-huh. I don't want to prevent you guys from going. I think that if you, like, if we really want to go, like, individually, I think that you should do it. And no. Just because I'm being like, meh, you shouldn't suffer because of my decision. Well, you it's know? not suffering if we don't go, but I think if we go. I'm suffering! <laughs> Damn, you're I can't breathe. I think it's actually my actually birthday. That would be August. It's like August 10th, 11th, and 12th, I think. So if we stay back, I'm totally fine with it. But if we go, that's part of the fun. The three of us traveling together and doing the whole thing together. So if we decide not to go, it's really no sweat off my back. If we don't go, I would just want to see where we stand. And that is a great point, Steph. Every year we talk about this. The company's not paying for us to go. No, it costs us. It costs money. us. Hotel, airfare, the actual registration for mm-hmm. the event. Uh, you're very kind. Mercedes always take us out to dinner. So it, it's a costly trip to go down there. So if we do want to go, I'm in. If we don't go, I'm totally fine. Oh, man. I, if you guys want to go, I'll go. 
<laughs> it's like, I'm like very I, don't, I don't really want to, but I'll do it for you guys because I care about you guys. And if you want to do it, I'll 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 hang in there. I think we should talk our, to our boss because last year was super fun because he came. Oh, that's right. J-Lab came. Yeah. Wasn't that fun? So maybe we talked to him like, hey, what do you think of us going? What do you think of us not going? And, you know, we weigh our pros and cons and we go from there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's August. It's March. It's, th- it's August in Dallas. <laughs> it's going to be hot I, I, I just have no desire to deal with Hot that. and humid. Oh, uh, never mind. Let's scratch <laughs> it off the books. <laughs> let's go to some other place. Yeah, let's just go on our own for a trip to Chicago. Let's start our own radio <laughs> yeah, convention. I like that. Down that, at the Fremont. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't cost us anything to go. I like it. Yeah, we're on to something. All right. Well, let's start the show. It is time for the pre-show you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Better Man by Pearl Jam? She lies and says she's in love Can't find a better man she Do you want to hear One More Time by Daft Punk? One more time I want to celebrate Oh yeah Alright, I'll stop the dancing Or do you want to hear Calling All Angels by Train? in right now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Kim Kardashian lands a new TV role, and it's not a reality show. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. One more time by Daft Punk is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. One more time. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Kim Kardashian announced that she's joining American Horror Story Season 12 with Emma Roberts. This will be Kim's second acting role since voicing a poodle. In Paw Patrol's The Movie, so season 12 will air sometime this summer. There's no word on what the show's going to be about, but creator Ryan Murphy said Kim is among the biggest and brightest television stars in the world, and we are thrilled to welcome her to the A-H-S family. Easier said than I did. They're saying her role is going to be fun, stylish, and terrifying at the same time. I don't feel like this is her second acting role. Isn't keeping up with the Kardashians all acting <laughs> I'm, and I'm being serious I'm not trying to be funny it's like that's all scripted isn't it like they tell them hey this is what we want you guys to do on this episode and maybe they don't have an actual written script but basically it's like Courtney you get mad at Chloe for doing this and then Kim you try to jump in and then okay action like that's all scripted we don't believe that that's a real show right oh no absolutely they put them in different scenarios and I think it's credit to her and her sisters too look at the show still on the air it's now on it's no longer on E it's on Hulu but still, I mean, people still watch the show. And she did a great job when she hosted SNL. Was it last year she was on SNL? She was funny. I will give her credit. And and I'm not trying to berate her. I just feel like, no, she's had, she's had plenty of experience acting. <laughs> I think that's why she was so well on SNL. 
because of her history with keeping up with the Kardashians. So let's talk about the charts. We have a new number one song in the country. Well, it's uh, number one once again. Morgan Wallen, last night, is once again number one. Yeah, I know that last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember. There are a bunch of changes here in the charts. SZA's Kill Bill jumps from four back to number two. Flowers drops from two to three. This is my new favorite song, Jimin' Like Crazy. That had a big drop. It did. <laughs> Wait, we're going to break this down. So it, it went from number one down to 45. That's a big drop. But let's look at the global charts. Miley Cyrus, Flowers, has been on top of the global charts. We're talking about the world here. Has mm-hmm. been number one in the world for 11 weeks in a row. Jimin's Like Crazy it sits at number four. So as far as you remove the U.S., Jim, it's huge. It, it, it definitely slowed down here, but everyone where else it's kind of maintaining. Yeah, I really, really like the song. I, I think that's cute that you are you going to become army? I, <laughs> can I be part of the, uh, the, the like the reserves? <laughs> yeah, we'll only call you in if you're needed. If I'm needed, I'm a weekend warrior. I go do my thing. If things get really heated, I'm going to step in. I like it. I'm I part like of the it. Reserves. Are you watching Succession? So we had a conversation about this last night because something apparently big happened and I'm trying to avoid all spoilers. Um, But yes, we we watched the first season and we started the second and then we just kind of forgot about it. So last night, my husband was like, we got to start watching Succession again. Something happened. I'm like, I know. I saw that same the same thing. So um, to answer your question, yes, but not recently. So Steph, are you watching it? So James watches it very uh he's a very big fan and i watch here and there and he said i'm not going to spoil anything but he doesn't cry he was bawling he had to stop watching it i watched a little bit of it and i was like i understand i i totally understand why he cried and how great that episode that i watched was i want to watch from the beginning that's how good it is that there was um supposedly like a 40 was it a 45 second or it like a, a continuous scene maybe it was like a three minute scene or something yes. that they never stopped rolling it just went continuously and when when shows or movies do that, that just blows my mind mm-hmm. that they can keep with that. The the same cameraman going through the same thing and the people, you know, it's just it's so impressive. And what we're talking about, no spoilers here whatsoever, but there was a major plot twist on Sunday's episode. It was a big episode, but a lot of people had it spoiled by the L.A. Times. The paper ran a fake story that revolved around Sunday night's episode, and a lot of people saw this fake story before they actually saw the show. And it is a huge thing that they put out there. I would be very upset if I was into that show and saw that. I'd be like, why did you guys just do that? I know generally what happens Uh based on headlines I've seen, but I don't know specifically what happens. So I'm just, anytime I see succession, I blur my eyes. Uh And I'm like, scroll. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see it. It is. uh, We're kind of the same way as you. We watched like the first three, at least I watched the first three episodes. Laura finished season one. And we both loved it, but life just happened. We didn't get back into it. So it's it's just, everyone loves that show. Rihanna has become the most followed woman on Twitter, beating out Katy Perry. So Rihanna has over 108 million followers. She now has about 25,000 more than Katy Perry. Rihanna's Twitter account is the fourth most followed in the world. Justin Bieber is in third place. Barack Obama is in second place. Can you guess who the most followed person is on Twitter? Oh, um... 
Was Elon cr- Musk. Yes, Elon yeah. Musk. Yes. 134 <laughs> million followers for Elon Musk. He is number one on Twitter. Yeah, and ever since he took over, it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't like how the change with the, the suggested stuff you get. And I'm like, why am I seeing that? Some of the stuff I see, I do not like. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of like, okay, maybe it's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next platform? We'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour, right around seven fifteen. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1815. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's 6 o'clock. It's Tuesday, April 11th. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Tuesday morning. It was hot yesterday. Oh my gosh, was it ever. It's going to be hot today, too. (laughs) No, 91. AC was on last (laughs) night. Did you have the AC cranking last night? Yeah, Yeah. it was. uh, We went for a walk, and I was just like... I was wearing a short sleeve shirt, but I wore sweatpants. I'm like, this was a stupid decision. <laughs> I was I went for a run last night, and I was thinking of you last night because I'm on my run, and I'm approaching a neighborhood, and there's a couple cars waiting to get in, and this one car sticks out because it kind of looks like a cop car, but also looks like a security like vehicle. It's a sedan. It's got like flashlights on it, a big logo. And just It caught my eye, and it said uh, uh, water, not water police, but water... Oh, water something. It was the Las Vegas um, Water District. It was one of their patrol vehicles. But it looked like an actual cop car last night. So it was going into one neighborhood, and then I saw it in my neighborhood later on. The Water Authority was out patrolling last night, and I was thinking of you because... You got hit a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we got hit. Um, they got us for... Um, we have like this patch of grass that is literally right next to the street and sometimes it will overspray not it will actually it won't overspray sometimes when you um water there is a runoff and so it's not spraying into the street or anything but it is running off from that grass and so um apparently we got a warning that i never got and i don't know why we didn't get it i think remember when our mailboxes were broken into Mm -hmm. i think maybe that's when it happened but regardless um we ended up getting a fine and I appealed the fine and they said, okay, well, what you need to do is take this test and you have to score an 80% or above on it. And then we will take away the fine and then we'll send out a water smart authority out there and talk to you and show you what you can do to change this, blah, blah, blah. So, um, last week I, I decided to take the test and it, it's a longer test. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to watch this video about you know how to conserve water, steps you can take, um, how long you should water for, um, if you have overspray, what you need to do, just all the all these facts. And I actually learned a lot from it. So I go and I take the test, and I'm like, forgetting I have to get an eighty percent or above on this. I'm just kind of like, well, yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. I wasn't like taking it too seriously. So I hit enter, and I get my result back. And by the skin of my teeth, I got 84%. I was like, oh, "Oh my gosh. If I would have missed, I think, one more or two more, then I would not have passed. And I would have had to pay the fine. Is it uh, one of those tests where if you get something wrong, it tells you, you got below 80%. Go back and, you know, these are the ones you got wrong. Try to re-answer to see if you get them right. No, you don't get any second chances. It will tell you, though, which ones you missed and what the correct answer was so we did that made an appointment so someone from the water district's coming to our house i think on thursday and uh, my husband's gonna meet with him and and try to figure out you know what we could do 
uh, to not get fined again. And so oh. I have a feeling that we're going to have to just tear out that grass. Um, and it, it's frustrating because I feel like that wa- the Water Authority is just going house to house and getting every one of us. We saw it happen to all our neighbors come down the line and Matt goes, we're next. We're next. It's going to happen. You all, everyone has real grass in your front yard? Well, y- yeah. Well, so we kind of have two front yards, if it makes sense. So we've got our actual front yard and then there's a sidewalk and then there's a patch of grass between the sidewalk and... And the street, mm-hmm. just kind of like a lining thing. And we think that they're going to make us tear that out. The lining part? Yeah, not the not the grass. Our, our yard is fine. We're not overspraying. I feel like if, if that's the case, and they should take care of that. To me, that's that part of the ground, the sidewalk and that extra patch and then the street. To me, that, that's government property because they maintain the sidewalks, right? So they, if there's any fees or anything that's incurred with removing that grass, they should cover that completely. I wish. We talked to our landscaper just in case, like to prepare what we would want to do with that. Uh-huh. And it does, it is not cheap to convert that. And I know you get some rebate, discounts, yeah. but um, it's not going to cover <laughs> the cost of changing that out. That little patch right there to that, in my mind, that should be, that should be the city because if there's a crack on the sidewalk or something, you're not responsible for paving the sidewalk and taking care of that sidewalk. Your HOA would step in. I understand the grass in your yard itself, but that pass between the sidewalk and the street, that grass that should be, in my mind, the city should take care of that. Yeah, they don't. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I I agree with you, but we'll see what they have to say. It's funny. They send you an email and they give you the person's name that's going to be coming like, Joe Smith will be meeting you at this time. And I was really tempted to Google Joe Smith and see like, <laughs> what are his likes? What are his dislikes? Can I do something to <laughs> encourage him to uh, not make us pull out the grass? What can we do here? <laughs> you know, you can, you can see if he's ever won a prize from the radio station. Is he a fan of the radio station? Does he want tickets to Spring Fling? We can work out a deal, Joe. That would be so bad. That would be like a scandal. (laughs) I'm not getting involved in that. Hey, on today's show, tickets to go see Katy Perry. That happens in the 7 o'clock hour. 7.40 on those. We have tickets for you to go see Rob Lowe. Stories I only tell my friends over at the Venetian. That happens in about 15 minutes. And up next is what's trending. What do you got for us? Beyonce breaks her own record. The upside down is getting a bit more colorful. And how you can be married by some hot doggers. We'll explain coming up next in what's trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Beyonce is trending this morning. The music icon is getting ready to embark on her Renaissance tour. And yesterday, she broke one of her own records. Her song, Cuff It, it has become her longest charting solo song of all time on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. yeah. I'm loading the song. What's it loading? I'm loading the song up. Loading yeah, the song up. Yeah, that's uh, the Here one. we go. Over here on the right. Sorry. So, what song did it surpass to become her longest charting solo song of all time? It surpassed from her I Am Sasha Fierce album, the song Halo. heads out on tour on May 10th and she will be hitting Allegiant Stadium on August 26th and the 27th. That's awesome. And that show is going to be, did you see the opening night or some of the footage? Was it for her in Paris or where was she? I saw a video of her concert. It, it looked 
insane amount of people that were there. Oh, she's already on tour? I thought she didn't start till May 10th. I think it was in Paris. Maybe it was in Paris. I saw it on TikTok. Um, Ask our resident Beyonce expert, Steph. She will know. Go ahead, Steph. I think you're talking about the one she did in Dubai. Was that what you were talking about? Maybe the Dubai one, yeah. Yeah, because she opens up in a month, like Mercedes says, in Sweden. So she has not started her tour Okay, maybe it was the Dubai one, though, because the crowd, Mercedes, was just a sea of people. It was insane. That's the one that she got paid, like... $100 $100 million to do that yeah, private uh-huh. one. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Also trending this morning is Stranger Things. The Upside Down is about to get a little more animated. Netflix has ordered a series for a Stranger Things cartoon. Now, the show has yet to be titled. There's no word on when the show would premiere, but the Duffer Brothers, who are the creators of the show, see the animated spinoff as a way to pay homage to the pop culture of their youth. In a statement, they said, we've always dreamed of an animated Stranger Things in the vein of the Saturday morning cartoons that we grew up loving. And to see this dream realized has been absolutely thrilling. So it's going to be like the... You know, the gems and the Alvin and the Chipmunks and the G.I. Joe cartoons that you used to watch. That's what it's going to be modeled after. I think it's going to be fantastic. That's a a great genre style of cartoons. I mean, cartoons have evolved so much over the decades. Is it going to be kind of the same heavy themed or not heavy themed, but you know, follow the Stranger Things motto or is it more kid friendly? I, I don't know. Um, I'm guessing that it's uh, if it's in the vein of Saturday morning cartoons, maybe it would be uh, more appropriate for all ages. But I really have no idea at this point. I'm sure we'll get more information. Yeah, that's going to be cool, though. On. That's cool. And then finally, this morning, Oscar Meyer is trending. Their famous Wienermobile will be making its way back to Las Vegas. Watch that catalytic converter when you come back. Oscar Meyer is hosting its first Wienermobile of Love this weekend. You can book a 30-minute spot online to be a part of the Wiener romance. So if you want to get married by the Wienermobile people, this is your chance. Couples must come with a valid Las Vegas wedding license. The ceremony is free. He says last, but you can also join the wait list if they fill up. And they will provide a photographer, and it will be officiated by Oscar Meyer's very own hot doggers. Those are the people that work on the Wienermobile. You can register for your spot at OscarMeyer.com, and that is what's trending. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. Your caller 20, you get to play Heads Up. We got a great prize for you. We have your tickets to check out Rob Lowe's Stories I Only Tell My Friends Live. He's coming to town, the Summit Showroom at the Venetian, and if you want to check out what has been just a critically acclaimed show, make sure you call in right now. Uh, you get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Raquel. Good morning. You're Caller 20. Yeah. Let's do this. Are you ready to win with Heads Up? Heck yeah, I am. Okay, let's do it. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Easter Bunny, Welcome to the Jungle, Hole in One, or Only Child? Mm, Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny it is. As we all know, Easter was this past Sunday, so these are things that are associated with Easter. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? 
I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay, perfect. All right, Raquel, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct when you go see Rob Lowe, and you start now. You dye these. They're hard-boiled. Um, eggs. Yes. You put your eggs in one of these. You get an Easter what? Basket. Yes. Um, this is the person that hi or the thing that hides the eggs. Um, the Easter bunny. Yes. Um, this is uh, you, sometimes you get um, one of these that are hollow and you bite off the ears. It's made out of what? Um, Chocolate. Yes. Um, this is the season right now. It is. Yes. Um, and then a lot of the kids like to take their Easter baskets and go on one of these. They, they, An Easter egg hunt. Yes. yes. Woo! <laughs> no problem, Raquel. You've got it. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Raquel, all set with tickets to Rob Lowe. Stories I only tell my friends live. This is happening Friday, June 9th over at the Venetian. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning with the early edition of Heads Up. And then next hour, 740, we have tickets for you to see Katy Perry. So now Taylor Swift, she's going to become the mayor. Um, <laughs> we're, they're, she's going to be in Tampa this weekend for a concert. And all these cities are doing things for her. Uh, Glendale, Arizona turned the city into being named, what was it? Uh, Swiftville. Swift, or, Swift, yeah, something Swift like that. City, yeah, Swift City. Swift city. Um, I guess they named a street after her in Arlington. I don't know what we did. I don't know if we did anything, but now as she heads to Tampa, she's been offered uh, to be mayor for the day, that, which is pretty cool. I wonder what she would do for everyone. Oh, yeah. What if like stuff goes down to all of a sudden she's got to step in? Like, I'm the mayor for the day. I'm going to handle the situation here. There's a huge controversy that yes. she now has yeah, to take Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's got to step in and uh, make some changes. Speaking of celebrities, um, did you see Jennifer Lopez? She is, she is getting it, man. People are upset with her. And uh, the reason they're upset with her is because she just launched a cocktail brand. Uh, the cocktail brand is card, called Delola, and she she posted a picture of her sipping on this this drink. It says, my new collection of unique mixology level ready to enjoy spritzes. More is on the J-Lo. Let's live the Delola life together. And people are really trashing her because she doesn't even drink alcohol. And now she's promoting this alcohol brand when she doesn't drink it so or or maybe she's started drinking but in the past she said i don't drink alcohol that's why j-lo says she looks so good is because she gets plenty of sleep and she doesn't drink alcohol so she's got a new alcohol line coming out how is she taste testing it i don't know if it's her alcohol line i think she's just promoting promoting it. how yeah. does she know it's promote worthy if she's has never tasted alcohol before maybe she has drank in the past but if she's not drinking how is she knowing that this is you know what this is so good i'm gonna put my name on it if she's not drinking it money talks mm -hmm. money mm -hmm. talks have you ever been persuaded to buy something because of a celebrity like i i don't think i would try this and i think her endorsement actually is a a bad thing it's going to work in a negative way because we're going to be like how does this woman who doesn't drink alcohol know that this is the alcohol i should be drinking like what how would you know you're not an expert mm -hmm. on it so i think that would backfire for them but i i have purchased things because of a celebrity endorsement before and the first thing i think of is the kylie lip kits 
when those first came out, everyone was trying to get one of those Kylie lip kits. And it took me forever. I had to get a shade I didn't even want because all the shades I wanted were sold out. But I was determined I'm going to get a Kylie lip kit. Finally came, tried it on. Um, You know, it wasn't of the quality that I expected. And I never wore it again. Now, that's not to say that she has revamped the formula and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was it was balling up. It was it was smudging I just I was not a fan of it but I did buy it because of her endorsement I remember when Britney Spears's perfume first came out and Laura wanted that for Christmas and that was the one thing she wanted and I searched high and low for that stuff and I want to say that I found it at CVS I don't know if she had a deal with CVS but I remember like walking in going oh, it was behind a cabinet it was locked up I'm like Britney Spears's perfume and Laura doesn't even wear perfume but it was Britney and this was maybe 15 years ago it was her new perfume perfume it was the must have and I had to go find it for her and I did she was so excited to get that for Christmas and it was all because it was Britney's if it yes. was someone else's maybe like Christina's or um, I don't know, pick an actress, uh, Michelle Williams. I don't know why she popped yeah, in my head. Michelle Williams. Yeah, line it, of I wouldn't have changed. I, I mean, those celebrity endorsements sometimes they'll get you. And how did it smell? I, you know, I, I truly forget. I, I remember she got it. I think she maybe wore it a couple times. Like, okay, and that was it. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> like all that searching for nothing. I actually have a Taylor Swift perfume. It was given to me as a gift. It smells so good. Does every it? time, every time I wear it, people are like, "What is that?" And I don't wear it very often. That's my going out perfume. So it's not my everyday one. It's your pretty juice. It's good. Yeah, I like it. All right, we got the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay, this has been a topic of conversation for the past couple of years. Would you want to get a four-day work week? And would you change your job in order to get one? That is on the way. Also, imposter syndrome. A lot of people suffer from it. But who is? what group is the most likely to feel like they're phonies? And elevator etiquette. Are you one of those people that when you get on an elevator, you quickly... Hit door close when people approach. <laughs> You're not alone. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Are you ready to say farewell to the Monday through Friday rat race? Well, you're not alone. Workers across the nation agree. And the four-day workweek movement is actually gaining some momentum. A recent survey finds that 61% of workers would prefer a four-day workweek over the traditional five-day workweek. And 33% even say they would quit their current job for one with a shortened week, while one in 10 workers would be willing to take a pay cut for it. And it's not just the workers who think this is a good idea. Legislators are also pushing for shortened work weeks with bills making their way through state legislatures and many companies are also getting on board. For the first time last year, 10% of companies across the country are offering four-day work week options for their employees. With the four-day work week on the rise, it's it's hard to wonder, is it is it time for the Monday to Friday schedule to retire? So we would go Monday through Thursday. We talked about that option before. We're doing Monday, Tuesday. Take off Wednesday, that one day off in the middle of the week to get things done, and then pick back up Thursday, Friday, and then you got a couple of days off for the weekend. If they were giving us the option, like if we did it, and I just, uh, for what we do, I don't know that that would work because um, – I mean, it would work, of course, but, you know, if some people take Monday through Thursday and others take Tuesday through Friday, then I feel bad for when we're gone. Yeah. And so anyway, if if we did have to pick one, I think I would go Tuesday through Friday. I think that having that Monday off after Sunday would make it like su- Sundays. I'm good until noon. And then I start freaking out about what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh, I got it. And that way I would actually enjoy my entire Sunday, not just the morning. Sundays, Easter Sunday for me is like one of the worst days. I don't know why every single Easter. And I understand that the holiday of it is fantastic. But I'm talking about because normally we have off the week leading up to Easter, mm-hmm. which is great. Because we're off all week. Yeah. And then we're going back to work on Monday when a lot of people have off for Easter Monday. But we come back in on Monday, which is fine. But it's like that anxiety of the vacations over going back to work. But there's neighbors are outside partying and having a good time because friends have a great time. Because it's Easter Monday and they take off. I didn't realize how many people. People take off for Easter Monday. Oh yeah, and so, and like the kids in school, they get it off. Yeah, they that uh, my kids were off yesterday, and yeah, they slept in, and I got home, and they're like, hey, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And every 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 single Easter without fail, my mom says, "What are you doing tomorrow for Easter Monday?" I'm like working. It's like, oh, you don't have off? No, we have this conversation every single year. Well, Steph was telling me one of our coworkers who is new to the company within the last year and and we were talking about prizes or something for the week and and Steph's like, "Well, we he only scheduled for Tuesday through Friday. And she's like, well, we need him for Monday. He's like, we're off on Monday. She's like, no, we're not. <laughs> didn't he start freaking out because he didn't know stuff? Yeah, he said, yeah, we have Easter Monday off. I'm like, oh, unfortunately to the company, it's no, we we, we work. He goes, oh, I, I think you guys are going to be the only ones in the building. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, dude, but we need prizes on that Monday. He goes, oh, you're right. Okay, let me switch it up. I, I, I'll i put you guys for Monday's prices. I saw him yesterday. I'm like, got to work today. 
away. <laughs> he started laughing. Yeah, I, saw, I, I saw him, too, after Seth spoke with him, and I, I brought that up, the Easter Monday thing. And then he even had another theory of we should have it off, not just for Easter Monday, but for that floating holiday. Because if Christmas is on a Saturday, we get off on Friday. Christmas is on a Sunday, we get off on Monday. Easter is always a Sunday. His theory is it's a holiday for many. Why don't we roll it over to Monday and take off on Monday? Like, I agree with that. I think that's a really good idea. What's our floating holiday this year? Is it is it like a... A Friday before Christmas? Is that Do what it know? is? I don't know. Huh. But I'd be down for Easter Monday off. Yeah, that would be cool. But I wonder, are you guys working on Easter Monday or what? Um, Anthony wants to make a comment really quick about the four-day work week. Hey, Anthony, what's up? Oh, not much. Hey, I work a four-day work week. I work Tuesday through Friday. But there's a catch. I have to work 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. two days a week, 11 to 7 the third, and seven to three on the fourth. Oh, so you are making up for those hours. It's not like you just have one day off. You you have to make up for it. Yes. Oh. You... I, I miss working seven to three. Yeah, that first day seems really long. We just said seven to seven? Seven to seven, two days a week. Oh, eleven you... to seven on the third, and then seven a.m. to three p.m. on the fourth. Do you get um, on the the day that you work twelve hours? Do you get an extra long lunch? Like, how many breaks do you get? Two forty-five minute lunch breaks. Oh, wow, that doesn't seem that's smooth. You got lunch and a dinner. <laughs> oh man, Anthony, I don't know. Maybe it's not as good as it sounds. Do you like it, or do you want to go back to the other way? I kind of miss just Saturday, Sunday off, working seven to three, Monday through Friday. Yeah, you have the rest of your day when you get out of work. See, it, it's yeah. not all it's cracked up to be. Thanks so much for calling, Anthony, and setting us straight on that. Maybe, maybe we just keep it as seven is. Seven to seven, come back after <laughs> your three day weekend, knowing you got to work twelve hours. That's oh. a long shift. Uh, well, women are more likely to suffer from imposter syndrome than men. A new poll finds 53% of women have experienced this feeling of unfounded self-doubt, incompetence, being underqualified, despite typically having the skills to do the job. Um, Comparatively, the majority of men, 63%, admit that they only ever feel like an imposter in the workplace. Um, And over half claim that they've never felt that way before. Women are most likely to experience this feeling in the workplace, in school, and when they're out with friends. Now, symptoms of imposter syndrome typically start around the age of 23 for women, with 62% admitting that throughout their lives, they have rarely experienced true confidence. (laughs) I get it all the time. I am a a co-host on the number one radio show in Las Vegas for how long? (laughs) What? Oh yeah, it keeps you in. Got yeah, the skills. You I know. Oh yeah, but there's sometimes I'll be like, "What is going on right now? <laughs> this is nuts." I think we all have that moment in certain areas. Maybe it's work. Maybe it's um, at home, being a parent, being a husband, being a wife. Maybe it's just like this one said: when you hang out with your friends, that's when I feel like it. When there's, I'm at like a party or there's a big group of people. That's when I feel it because everyone's like, oh, like we're going to vacation in the Bahamas and I'm like, (laughs) like, I just I feel awkward. I am so 
I am so awkward socially. It's just not even funny. Let's change the narrative. Because now two days in a row we've talked about being socially awkward. So, so why don't we just say, you know, you're amazing in public situations. You really are. I've seen you shine. Let's focus on those golden moments when you walk into the room. And you, you, you always light up the room when you walk in. Just your personality and energy alone, people feel it when you walk in. Let's focus on that. I've got you fooled. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you did a it good works. job. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, this has surely happened to you. You're on an elevator the doors are about to close and someone else is rushing up do you a try to hold the door open b do nothing or c secretly push the closed door button i do hold it open and i stick my hand out too to show that i'm kind that i'm gonna put the hand out in my mind i'm like ah but i do i do hold the door open i i do too but there have been if they're too far away i will hit the closed door because then i'm like oh my gosh we're gonna wait here for like two minutes while this person trots up uh but but you were telling you're hitting the open button like i got it i got you you're hitting the clothes sometimes be like oh oh and then it closes like i was trying to hold it open that only happens at the movie theater when i go see a movie at red rock and we park on that second floor uh, and it's like taking forever or the elevator that's the slowest elevator oh, in las my vegas gosh. it's the worst oh, it's just like come on but the, the thing is it's like it'll get packed and then like that that group of five people would be like, we can squeeze on. I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> There's always like, we can squeeze a couple more in here. Yeah. A new poll asked people if they've ever intentionally hit the button to close the elevator's door because they wanted to leave without the other person. And 31% of people admit that they have done that. 61% of people claim that they have, but the people uh, most likely to admit it are millennials from the Northeast. They're very specific on this one. 36% of people say they think it's happened to them that someone else has closed the door on their face. That has definitely happened to me before. <laughs> Here comes the socially awkward yeah. one. Shut the door. Close it. <laughs> Next hour is 40 tickets for you to see Katy Perry. Hank is coming to town. She's going to be at Allegiant, Allegiant Stadium for her summer carnival uh, 2023 on October 7th. And keep listening for your chance for tickets to see her. Last hour, just a few minutes ago, we were talking about the four-day work week and whether or not it would be worth it. We're getting so many texts about it. Um, some say love working four-day work week. It's amazing. This one says I work Tuesday through Friday. And yes, mentally, that Monday off is amazing. Thank you, Health District, for the four tens. And then um, this one, which I thought was interesting, and it kind of changed my perspective on it, says, so you guys would work until 12 p.m. if you did four days. That doesn't seem so daunting. I I could do that. I could work till noon. Just two extra hours. We're here anyway. We just be on the air and we can do our other stuff as we do it. We did it during the pandemic. Didn't we stay on until 11 during yeah. the pandemic? We did an extra hour. Yes, we did. Absolutely. Hmm. So it's something to think about. Uh, I have some friends as far as regarding work that are facing a little bit of a dilemma right now where um, the husband... With his career, uh, they live here in Las Vegas, got a couple of kids. His career was offered a really good job down in Miami, um, running a hotel. It's going to advance his career if he takes this position. His wife is a very successful nurse here in town, and she's very happy with her career. And they're at a, at a crossroads right now with his career, their marriage, their life journey. Would you be willing to move for your spouse's career? Would you... You're in this situation. How would you let this situation play out if you were in this situation? She's a nurse, loves her job, two kids in Las Vegas, loved their school. Husband offered a really great job down in Miami, advances his career. I believe it's a little bit more money that's going to help him out as well. What would you do in that situation? 
Well, I think you have to look at so many different factors. It, it's not just a yes or no. I think that with this, with his wife, who has the nursing job, could she get another job down there? I, for, before we even considered moving, I'd make sure she had the ability to get a job there because she loves what she does. Um, if he's making more money, it's got to be worth the move. It's got to. In the end, you have to be getting more. Um, that's a long way to move. Miami from Vegas, ooh. Expensive, too. Yeah. That's another thing. Cost of living. You got to take that into factor as well. Is, is the raise that you're going to get, is that going to account for the cost of living? But I would like to divert this to our resident expert on spouses moving for their jobs, and that would be one producer, Steph. <laughs> Steph, <laughs> James has done this for you twice. Yeah. How... How was that for you guys? We were very fortunate that he was willing to start over. His career at that time, he was already kind of ready to go into another industry. Um, But it's funny that you say this type of situation because I've thought of this. I have thought, like, what if he got his dream job in Oregon at Nike? And he is a designer or he is in marketing. And if I was given, if I had to give up my dream job here that I have been working so hard for, for him. And like you said, it would really, really have to be worth it. The cost of living, how much is he getting? Is it possible to try a 90-day, maybe long distance? See if this is really for him. And then would I give up this job? I mean, oh, man, luckily I'm not in it. Let's just say that. We wouldn't allow it, Steph, just so you know. (laughs) You don't have to worry about that. I do think that because of the pandemic, We've come such a long way with working remotely. And even though it's it sucked to not have you here, I think you could still do this job from Oregon. I really do. Like, you could email us the stuff that we need. We could print it out here or whatever. We could see you through Zoom or we're on the 7 a.m. social right now. We see you there. I think you could do it. If you didn't want to do it remotely and you're like, no, that doesn't interest me, I have no doubt that a morning show in Oregon would be like, yes, please. And Mm -hmm. at the snap of my fingers, they would immediately hire you. I have no doubt about that. Would I want to? No. But would I have to? Maybe. I I haven't, we haven't even got to that crossroads and I hope we never do. But I think about that often because James has sacrificed so much for me. I feel like I should do that in return. He moved from San Diego to Hartford, Connecticut, from Hartford, Connecticut to Las Vegas. Like, literally, it wasn't just like, okay, we're going to move from Chula Vista to LA. It was like <laughs> across the country but and back yes, again. Yes. Also, to the, the Hartford to Las Vegas, only to be let go during the pandemic. Yes, and I was only here for <sighs> eight months, and, and then I got let go in 2020. Oh, and just convincing him, when we were in Hartford, we were only there for, what, six months? And then you guys hit me up. Oh, he goes, what? <laughs> we got to move to Las Vegas? But he loves it here, does he not? He does. He, we, we talk about it just for fun and laugh. But, oh, man, he was not happy when we had to move again. Oh. Mercedes, does kids play a role? Like, do, you, do you value your child's opinion in this situation, or is it more just the adult decision? Because some, the factor in the, my friends is the two kids that are in grade school have kind of you know cemented their friends and everything. Is that play a role? Is it more about the parents will decide what's best, and the kids just got to roll with the punches? I, it does matter to me. Are they happy? Um, being that your friend's kids are younger, I think it's more important Mm -hmm. my kids are getting older um and so i don't think it's as big of a deal but i do know that they like living here they really enjoy living in las vegas which i 
I didn't know if they would, and they they think it's great. Las Vegas is better than Miami. When we go to other cities, they're like, this place is boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like I take them to casinos and stuff. I just I, they just like the lifestyle. It here. shows a lot about the community. Yeah. Uh, coming up here, we do have the dirt. Taylor Swift records a secret music video with a unique theme. Details in about 15 minutes. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift's music is seeing a huge spike after her breakup with Joe Alwyn, but the interest is focused on specific tracks, songs that are rumored to be about her now ex. The songs in question span her last five projects, which cover the time frame when she was with Joe. And I don't know if you saw, I didn't see the video, I just read about it, but there's a viral video of a New York-based Swifty leaving flowers at the rumored house they used to live in, mourning the fact that Joe and Taylor are no longer together. Th- that wasn't one person. There's tons of people really? that are doing that on Cornelia Street. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah, that's... It's like... It looks like someone passed away. It, there's just flowers everywhere. It's crazy. And that's that's one of the songs that's seen a huge increase in sales since the announcement of the breakup. Now, Taylor Swift reportedly flew to Liverpool to film a new music video. The music video, they say, was inspired by the Batman movie and was shot at some of the same locations as the film. Actress Joey King, who appeared in one of Taylor's old music videos, was also on their set. They say Swift is apparently a fan of Batman, calling the latest movie phenomenal. And fans are speculating that the music video may be for the song Vigilante S from her latest album, which has themes of revenge in it. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. I mean, this Midnight's album is so good. I think every single song is good on that one. This tour, she's just on fire right now. Let's talk about the charts. A new number one song, Morgan Wallen, is back at number one with Last Night. I know that last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember everything we said. Susan Kill Bill jumps up to number two. Flowers jo- uh, drops number three. And then our former number one, Jimin and Like Crazy. Drops from one to number 45. That's a big drop. It is a big drop. But here's the thing. Let's talk about the global charts. The global 200. Miley Cyrus is number one on the Global 200. She's been number one for 11 weeks in a row ever since Flowers came out. So she has the biggest song in the world. Jimin's Like Crazy is at number four on the Global Charts. So that's huge. That's big. Just something here in the States. Not so much. Not so much. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) People. Oh, God. People, people, people. I know. Text we're, yourself. We're, we're being we're being too inside. <laughs> I know. You want to get it? Ah, nah, no, yeah. I mean, you can, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> people people are mean. I think there's a lot of... People have issues. I think there's a lot of displaced anger, and people have some serious issues out there. And let's speaking frankly, there's a lot of hate out there, which is very sad to see. Mm-hmm. A lot of hate out there, which is just disgusting. I was I was really sad yesterday after the show because there was just like I, I just was like why do pe- why are people so mean mm-hmm. and you know it, it's helped me develop a, a thicker skin that's for sure but it's just like you know I I'll do my thing you do your thing and it's all good exactly. I still think we're being too inside but it's it is what it is we're just t- encouraging people to be nice to one another yes yes and there's one or two people that are mean it's just like look look inward yeah put that hate on yourself exactly Jeremy Renner continues to make a miraculous recovery from his near-death snowplow accident he was at Jimmy Kimmel's studio and he walked in on his own power 
He was just using a cane on Monday as he headed in the studio to film an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live. It's really incredible to see Jeremy using his legs like this because it was just, what, three months ago that he was completely crushed by that snowplow on New Year's Day. He did that Diane Sawyer interview. His injuries included more than 30 broken bones, a collapsed lung, a punctured lung. That's just to name a few. And there he is strolling in with his cane to do Jimmy Kimmel. I read this morning that his eyeball popped out of his socket. Oh, my gosh. That's I, I read that this morning. I had no idea that that happened. This guy was in horrible shape. It's an absolute miracle that he is alive. And it's un, it's unfathomable that he literally walked on stage at Jimmy Kimmel. Like, this is, this doesn't happen. Right? <laughs> just crazy. If your eyeball pops out, you just put it back in? Or, like, can you, like, turn it? And are you still, is it still working? Is it still, look to the is it functioning? Like, Seriously. Ooh, I can look behind me now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can see the help that's coming that I need right now. I don't know if you're thinking about that at the time. You're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> if anyone's ever done that, let us know. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I, am I going bald? I've always wanted to see the top of my head. Like, what's going How on? How do I look from behind? Yeah, exactly. How's the hair looking back there? Katy Perry just celebrated her 50th show at Resorts World. She still has 20 dates on the calendar. We actually have your tickets coming up here at 740. Johnny Katz, though, was, was saying that she's hinting that she's going to you know, stick around. Why wouldn't she? Her, huge is a, her show is a huge success. She uses 11 set pieces, and I thought this was so interesting. Uh, Johnny says she has eight costume changes in her show, and she does each one in under two and a half minutes each. It, it is such a good show. I cannot emphasize it enough. I, just a visual wonderland. So many things to look at. And she really does sound great live. Her voice is... It, I, I feel like sometimes we underestimate her voice because it is super powerful and she just sounded fantastic. I'm just stalling for a second here. Is that someone who had their eyeball popped out? Let's talk about that. Uh, Kirk, hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, I actually saw an interview with Jeremy Reiner where he stated he could see his eye with his other eye. Oh, 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 wow. I just got the visual on that. Like, whoa, looking at yourself. <laughs> Staring contest. <laughs> Thank you, Kirk. I had no idea. That's just crazy. That is intense. And look at him walking on the set of Jimmy Kimmel last night. Absolutely amazing. So there's Katy Perry tickets coming up at 740. And then coming up here, you want, to, you want to get into the whole dining thing here in a couple minutes? Well, yeah. And this is based off of something I just read about splitting the bill. When you go out to dinner with another couple, do you split the bill just in half and then go about your ways? Or do you actually itemize? Okay, I ordered this. I ordered that. Um, I, I was surprised at the results of the survey. Like, who does what? And we're going to talk about that coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. Wake up, Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1. You go out to dinner, you order your food, some appetizers, maybe some drinks, and then the bill comes. And, and you're with another couple. Do you take that bill and just 50-50? I'll pay half, you pay half, we're good to go. Or are you doing mental math? And you're like, okay, my steak was $30.00. Um, it was my idea to order the appetizer, so I'll do this. Uh, I ordered one drink. They ordered three drinks. You know, do you do that? A new survey says that one in three people are against splitting a dinner evenly. And I think it's for the very reason I just said. Sometimes 
what I may order may be more expensive than what you order. Um, one thing that <laughs> one thing that really gets my husband is he's not a drinker. So when we go out to eat, I'll I'll get like a glass of wine, and then the other couple will get drinks. And we went out to dinner once with a couple, and it was so funny because. They asked, do you want bottled water or tap water? And my husband loves to get bottled water, especially that Aquapana. That's his favorite bottled water. So he's like, yes, bottled, please. And they gave him the hardest time. Like, oh, you're too good to drink regular water. Da, da, da. He's like, this is what I prefer to drink. So then it comes time for our drinks. And I ordered a glass of wine. And one of the guys orders what are those old fashions? But they're like the kind where they come and smoke them and stuff. It was like a $40 old fashioned, yet he was giving my husband a hard time <laughs> on a $6 bottle of water. But this is why at the end of that meal, they're like 50 50. And we felt stupid saying, well, like you got three of those old fashions and they were 40 bucks each. So now we're paying for half of your drinks. And we did it. But Man, my husband was upset about that. I, I was kind of too. I understood. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Nine times out of ten, it's just for me, it's just 50-50. Um, we did that dinner a couple weekends ago with two other couples. Just the, the bill came, three credit cards, split it three ways. Um, because majority of the time, I'm going to dinner with the same friends. We're going to dinner with friends this coming Saturday. Uh, we had dinner with them a couple months ago. It's always just a 50-50 because maybe last month I didn't eat as much, but maybe this month I eat more. But unless it's the alcohol, that's, that's the one thing where I might step in and say, if if I'm drinking and the couple that we're with are, are not drinking, maybe we had a couple of glasses of wine, then my alcohol intake has decreased a lot. But if I'm in that situation, I would say as the bill comes and they're like, oh, 50, 50, yeah, but you know what? Can you put the drinks? I got the drinks because we're the ones that were drinking and you were not. So I would understand in your friend's situation, Mercedes, I would expect maybe your friend to be, because I've been in that situation where Buddy orders a fancy bottle of wine and maybe I'm having a vodka tonic and he's like, Give us the bottle of wine. It was really expensive. We're the ones that drank it. We'll split everything else up, but let us take care of that bottle of wine. That's considerate. And uh, in our situation, that was not even spoken. And it was just kind of like someone's asking $40 old fashioned. What did they use? What is that? Blanton's? What does that mean? I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was expensive because they had a, a cart and a girl would come up and she would put the thing in there with the smell and it i don't drink old-fashioned so i don't understand the whole thing but it was expensive mm -hmm. um albert just sent us this email and what do you guys think 702-364-9400 call us or text us split the bill evenly or itemize it uh albert says i want to get your opinion on this uh my girlfriend and i don't drink but our friends do and every time we go out to dinner with them um, we get stuck splitting the bill evenly and I end up paying for a bunch of drinks I don't have. I told my girlfriend I don't want to do it anymore, even if it's keeping the peace between everyone. I want to see if I can establish a new rule where if you don't drink, you don't pay for drinks. I feel like I'm being penalized because I make more money than everyone else. My girlfriend is afraid that if we make a big deal about it, no one is going to invite us out to eat anymore. What do you guys think? Uh, if they don't invite you to eat anymore, you don't have to pay for the drinks. <laughs> Just go by yourself. Well, also, I'm curious too for for servers. How difficult is that? If you get if you get a table of six people, there's three different couples, and before they start, they say we want separate checks. Is that easier to do it that way from the beginning to establish? Hey, can we, is that an easy thing to do, or is that if if you're a server, you're like great. Four separate checks, or is it super easy to keep track of? I think that if it's two couples, I don't think it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. But the more couples you have, 
I, we've been told when there was a big group of us that we're not splitting the check. We can't split the check. There's There was like five different couples and they didn't want to do five checks, which I was thinking, don't you get tip more if we all like, I don't know. It, it seemed to me like you would get tip more if you had five tables versus just one big one. But maybe I'm doing the math wrong in my head. Um, but yeah, I would say splitting the checks would be the best option for two couples. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. It should be that hard. Um, we in our case, we didn't split the check because we didn't know that he was going to order all those old fashions. <laughs> we just thought it was going to be like maybe a bottle of wine. We split. Let's talk to Lynn. Uh, Lynn, split the check or itemize it. What do you think? It truly depends on who we're going out with. We have friends where we go 50-50 because we're pretty similar in our orders. And then we have a group of friends that really like to drink and we don't. So when we go out with those, it's itemized. Smart, smart. You'd be like, these are the drinkers. These are not the drinkers. <laughs> but we, With one of our friend, a couple friends, um, we do a back and forth. We'll buy dinner this night. When we go out again, they'll buy dinner. And, you know, I, I do notice I... I order cheaper things when they're buying because I don't want to be like, oh, she's taking advantage of us. But it's it's a lot easier because we don't have to or we'll pay for the dinner and they'll do the tip uh-huh. and then vice versa. That that works. But you have to know that you're going to go out with them again or else you're stuck <laughs> with it. We did a dinner, uh, a birthday dinner. It was like last year. And so we do like the main couple and there's like three or four other different couples. And I walked in. And I'm like, these other couples are ballers. They 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 they've got money. They're ordering all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I we, there's no way. That we can split this. So I told the server, I'm like, hey, can we have a separate check? And I made sure they ordered the fanciest bottles of wines, Mercedes. I made sure I didn't have a zip, of, like none of it. Oh, yeah. Do you want to try this? No, I'm good. I don't want to be accused and be roped into that expensive wine. You had one sip. That would be $5 from you. Can I try this, kid? I'm like, no, I'm good. Oh, I don't like red wine. That, that is frustrating. Uh, Katy Perry tickets in about five minutes. And then the hot threes up next. What do you have for us? FBI has a new warning for people with their phones in public. Their cell phones in public will tell you what that is. Also, This has been a huge topic of conversation in the last few months. Concert tickets. What are the best and the worst times to buy them as far as pricing goes? And we all have, if you're married, you probably have a wedding ring that you wear. But what if you're not married and you want people to know you're not married? There is a new item that you can wear to indicate that. And we'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And let's go to the phones. Pete, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am good. You are great. You're caller 20. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Thank you. Forget about it. Forget about it. You're going to see Katy Perry. It's one of her last shows, her final days of play, the play residency at Resorts World, and you are in for free. Congratulations. Oh my God. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Thank you, Pete. Hold on one second, buddy. You're all set with your tickets, and we've got your tickets to see Katy Perry tomorrow morning at 7 and then next hour, more tickets for you. Tickets to go see Sam Hunt. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Public phone charging stations. Very popular, wouldn't you say? I mean, they're everywhere now. And the FBI has now issued a warning against using those charging stations in public in places like airports, hotels, shopping centers. They say that bad guys have figured out ways to use public USB ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto devices. So you could unknowingly be connecting your phone to bad stuff through the USB which includes software that can give hackers access to your device. There is a simple workaround, though. Just bring your full charging cable with the brick. There aren't any issues with charging through a plug. It's just when you stick your cable directly into a USB port. The FBI didn't specifically um, give any locations or cases. They're just calling this a general advisory. Were you the one that was telling me about Ubers and Lyfts to not use their cables as well? No, I was not. Someone was telling me that too. It's kind of the same thing that you know, the information can be uploaded to their phone. Um, the same thing, hacked or inputted into their car system and everything. So you you just got to be careful out there where you plug your stuff in. I plug my stuff in everywhere. I, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I probably should be more careful careful with the stuff. But someone told me if you're in an Uber, be careful with what you plug into. When you cry about your bank account being drained, I'm going to be like, <laughs> well, you you know, you're cool with it. Then it's I'm so- not cool with it. I just I, just, I you know I got to charge. I got to charge. I plug in. I um. I, I know I mentioned this yesterday. We were in this Uber in Chicago, and the guy was just the nicest guy. And I didn't realize this until last night. I was talking to my husband, um, and he's like, I heard you talking about Omar, who was our Uber driver in Chicago. I was like, yeah, he was awesome. He goes, did you know that we exchanged phone numbers? I was like, what? He goes, yeah. He gave me his phone number, and I gave him my phone number. I'm like, for what? He's like, well, if he said if we ever want to ride, we don't want to go through Uber, we can just call him. And I told him if he's ever in Vegas, he can just call us. I'm like... Wow, you became friends with your Uber with our Uber driver. That's Five amazing. star rating on both sides. Oh, and do you, okay. My daughter made such fun of me for this. When I get out of an Uber, I tell them five stars. I'm like, thank you so much, five stars. Just so they know, I'm going to give them five stars, and I'm hoping that they reciprocate by giving me five stars. So we get out of this Uber. It was not Omar's Uber; it was a different one. And I go, thank you so much, five stars. And she looks at me. She goes, did you just say five stars? I was like, yeah, let let him know. I really liked him. She goes, that was so embarrassing. I'm like, what's wrong with that? Is that dumb to tell them that 
It was five stars? I, I used to do that. Now I just get out and immediately do the rating. Immediately, because sometimes you get out and you go into wherever you're going and you don't get to it. If, you know, 10, 20 minutes, an hour or so goes by. So now I don't say five star. I used to a couple times. Now I'll just get out and bling, your ride's complete. I'll just take care of everything as I'm walking into wherever I'm going. So don't forget about it. And then, so hopefully they'll see immediately they got a five star rating from me. So in return, they would give me a five star as a customer. Are you uh, an Uber driver or Lyft driver? Would you laugh at the person or would you be like, thank you for letting me know? I'm just curious because now I'm very paranoid. I did not tell Omar that he got five stars, but he did. When you leave a restaurant, do you uh, you sign the bill and everything and you, you fold the little thingy and you put it down? Do you see the server? Thank you. 20%. I don't tell him what kind of tip I gave him. I just tell him he's great. I'll say, thank you. You were wonderful say something like that. that's good that's good recognize <laughs> them as like, you should but they don't tell me i was wonderful they're like thank you get, you out. get out of the car uh three stars <laughs> <laughs> um also this morning uh, let's talk about concert tickets if you've tried to buy concert tickets lately i'm sure you've noticed that they are ridiculously expensive so let's try to save you some money a new study looked into the average prices of concert tickets on the resale sites like StubHub and SeatGeek, and they wanted to figure out what are the best and the worst times to buy. And the best time to buy is the day of the show itself. You are going to be paying about 33% less than average if you can hold out until the day and maybe even get some tickets from someone who is just desperate to sell them. The second best prices are during the week of the show. So really, the longer you can hold out on buying tickets, the less you're going to pay. The most expensive prices are more than three months before the show, which is usually when the tickets go on sale and they have the most hype. And the second worst time is two to three months before the show. Anyone score tickets to Taylor Swift day of and do you score them at a really good price? It's interesting to see like a big concert like that. How much do they drop day of? Right before the show starts, too. I did. I, I We got a great price. And, and we actually got him to drop the price. It was through my brother-in-law. Well, he, right. he didn't want to eat these tickets. And he, he offered them to us at face value. I'm like, we good. No, it's okay. We, are, we already saw her. And then like a half hour later, he calls, how about this price? I'm like, okay, now you got a deal. <laughs> he was desperate. So um, finally this morning, would you wear a ring that tells the world that you are single? That's what the pair ring is hoping for. It, get it? Pairing? Pair ring. Oh, okay. But it's spelled like the fruit, P-E-A-R. But the pairing is hoping it's an actual ring to wear on your finger. And according to its website, it's the world's biggest social experiment. And it's the opposite of engagement rings. So here's how it works. You wear this green colored band and it announces to others that you are available and open to conversation in real life. The goal of the pairing is to end the culture of dating apps and help people make connections in person. Millions of the $25 rings have already been sold, which means that there could be people at your gym, at the bar, um, you know, wherever, at your workplace, looking for others wearing one to hit on. Um, They say if 1.2 billion singles around the world wore a little green ring on their finger to show that they're single, we wouldn't need dating apps. So is it a product that singles would get help from to meet people naturally, or is this just a ploy for them to make money? Time's going to tell on that one, but social media users have suggested that women who wear the ring will be solicited more often for better or for worse Um, But a lot of people are really optimistic about this. It's a single and ready to mingle ring. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm open for business. Let's let's talk. 
I'm looking. I'm uh, looking at their website, and it's a cute. It, it's just a simple. It's like a sage green color, mm-hmm. and um, the person's wearing it on their middle finger. Um, but I think if I saw it, I would think nothing of it. I would just think it was a cute ring that they were wearing. Um, but now that I know what it means, I I will notice it. I'll be like, oh, they're single. Yeah, get they're... my single friends. <laughs> Talk to that person. <laughs> Let's get the green rings together. Eight o'clock hour tickets to see Sam Hunt right around eight twenty-five, and right before that is Tuesday. So we have Try It Tuesday next hour. Try It Tuesday today is based off of a trend that is just blown up on TikTok. It is one of those trends that we are actually looking forward to. And I think a lot of you might be tempted to try this trend after Try It Tuesday today. We'll see. But Try It Tuesday is coming up next. We are just talking about buying tickets the day of to get the best prices. That's according to a, a research study that they did on websites like StubHub and SeatGeek. And we just got this text. And if you ever want to call us or text us, our phone number is 702-364-9400. It says, we bought tickets three months prior to the concert. We're talking about Taylor Swift here. They were $60 for our seats. One of our friends dropped out and she was able to sell her ticket for $600. Oh my gosh. And then this one says... Uh, Note, I had to pay extra on day of for Taylor. So interesting. I did not I did not realize that it may not be the case in all cities. This was just kind of a a sweeping view of their websites. But uh, those Taylor tickets, they uh, like I said, I got a deal on them day of. But I guess not everyone did. My sister, I mentioned on the show uh, on Monday how she was super excited that she got tickets to go see Taylor Swift when Taylor Swift comes to Philadelphia. She got three tickets. So she was taking her daughter, my niece, Sophie, and Sophie invited like her best friend. And I remember this a few weeks ago, my mom telling me um, that after you went to the Taylor Swift concert saying, oh, you know, Jenny got tickets to the Philadelphia show. And, and she's super excited. And I told her how Mercedes went both nights and they're, they're beyond excited. So I sent my sister a message yesterday when we we're talking about it saying hey following up what era are you gonna are you gonna dress in and she wrote me back saying she goes it's awful we got scammed out of our tickets like, oh, what no what happened so was she i mean luckily for her but her friend is the one that got scammed my sister didn't exchange any money yet but she, my sister had a friend that bought these tickets these three tickets to see taylor swift face value her my sister's friend bought them from her cousin and she couldn't go to the show. So she reached out to my sister saying, hey, I bought these three tickets. Do you want them? Face value, no markup or anything. My sister was like, absolutely. They hadn't exchanged money yet. So, But it, it turns out the girl that bought the tickets from her cousin, someone had hacked into her cousin's Facebook account and listed the tickets for sale. Oh, no. That sucks. So they didn't get tickets? So they didn't get... I mean, there's still time. I yeah. think Taylor's there in May, but I, I think they were they half-decent seats at face value, and just that that connection is now gone. Obviously, the show is sold out, and so you're looking at those markup and everything for tickets, but yeah, her friend saw her cousin list the tickets on Facebook, didn't even reach out to the cousin if they don't know each other too well, didn't exchange on Facebook. My, my parents were telling me they actually got tickets. And they're, they're, it's 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 a scam. They're not real tickets. I am so sad about that for them. I hope that they get their tickets. That's a that's a, it's such a scary thing to buy tickets when it's not directly from the source, like through some of the sites. And um, my husband got scammed on a baseball ticket. He and my daughter were going to see a Padres game, and they used one website. I I don't want to say which one. And then they go to um, you scan the tickets, and they're like. Eh. And they're like, these are not valid. And he's like, huh? 
I just bought them from this, and it's a well-known resale website. And so they have a contact number, and the contact was like, we are so sorry. Um, we are going to get you better seats. And so then they sent them to his phone, and then those worked. But they had to go through all that. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't know if he was scammed or if it was just an issue on their end. But, you know, it took a good 45 minutes that they could have already been in there. So it, it just it depends. It depends on where you buy them and, and what their refund policy is, too. Well, I was talking to my mom more about it last night, and she was saying, you know, it, it really stinks because I guess the girl that bought them from the cousin saw the aunt, so the cousin's mom, and made a comment about, like, hey, how, you know, how did Susan get those Taylor Swift tickets? She's like, what? Susan didn't get, she didn't get Taylor Swift tickets. And she's like, I bought tickets from her. And she's like, uh-oh. And that's when they realized that oh. the tickets were fake. But my mom pointed out, imagine if that conversation didn't take place my sister pays her friends. She transfers her these now fake tickets. And imagine walking up to the Taylor Swift concert with your daughter and her best friend all dressed up, ready to go into the show. And you get the thing that Matt had that. Eh, 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 oh, that would be heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. I couldn't imagine. I'm glad they were not a part of that. I feel bad for her friends. But yeah. um, this text says SZA tickets in San Diego just kept going up, even up to the show day. I tried to wait for it to drop, but it never did. Ended up paying $400 per ticket, which started at 200 resell the day after general public sale. Okay, so that was just a general study. It's going to vary, people. I just, I don't know what to say. That is terrible, but I heard that show was amazing, so maybe it was worth it. <laughs> uh, we've got our Spring Fling tickets. You can still buy our, our Spring Fling concert. You can buy tickets for that show. That's going to be awesome. You had that great interview on Channel 8 with Jason Mraz. That was a great interview that aired yesterday. That oh, they one. did that air yesterday? Yeah, it was oh, really good. Nice. Yeah, it was a fun one. So Spring Fling tickets, you can buy them at uh, at. AXS.com. Madonna tickets. We've got your Madonna tickets coming up next hour at 940. A week from Friday, Sam Hunt will be at Resorts World. You're going to be at that concert because we have your tickets here in just about five minutes. Okay, guys. Guess what today is? Today is Try It Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we try something new and give you our honest opinions on it. Maybe it's a product. Maybe it's a trend. Maybe it's a TikTok dance or something. But we are going to try it. And this one actually also comes from TikTok. And uh, if you're on our live stream right now on Facebook or on YouTube, you might see some of the ingredients that are standing right beside me. So we'll talk about that in a second. But let's play the TikTok video that was the inspiration for today's Try It Tuesday. You guys ready? Yep. Okay. It's Saturday night and I'm going to have my sweet guilty pleasure, my food roll-ups. I'm going to have some ice cream inside. The ice cream of my choice is mango. You could have any flavor you like, like uh, vanilla, chocolate, and I just love the crunch. Yum. Yes, today we are trying fruit roll-ups with ice cream in the middle. I have seen so many videos of people doing this, and the consensus has all been the same. It's amazing. I saw your face, JC, when you heard that crunch. And yes. You, you, you look like it was cringy to you. Okay, where are we getting the crunch from? The fruit roll-ups, they freeze, that hurt your teeth, that, that crunch hurt my teeth hearing that. It it does freeze, but it I don't think it freezes in a way that's as... Um, hard as you think. It's not a painful bite. I think it's bite. more like a crispiness. What okay. do you think, Steph? Oh. 
I was actually really tripped out when I first saw this video, and I sent this to Mercedes. I think this is a perfect Try It Tuesday, but when watching it, I was like, why is it hard and crunchy? But then after seeing multiple videos, I'm excited because everyone says it's so good. Okay, so we're not using the mango ice cream like she is. We are just using vanilla ice cream. I asked my husband to buy us cherry fruit roll-ups. They were all out, but we got strawberry ones instead. So this is going to be a strawberry, almost like a strawberries and cream kind of dessert. I'm excited about just the fruit roll-ups. It's been decades since I've had a fruit roll-up. Yeah, same. I have not had one for a lot of time, a uh, long time. So uh, just for calorie sake, if we're counting them, um, uh, one fruit roll-up is 50 calories. Oh, so they're so still the same. They're still the same. So what you do is you unwrap the fruit roll-up, and then you put ice cream in the middle of it, and then you kind of wrap the fruit roll-up around it. Kind of like a dumpling. Are we taking the fruit roll up oh. off the plastic? Yes. You okay. take the fruit roll up off of the plastic. Okay. I love that your husband got a SpongeBob fruit roll up. <laughs> I know. I'm unraveling it and I see SpongeBob everywhere. It's so cute. Yeah, we got it. The smell. Mm. I feel like I'm uh, in, in school at lunch break. I always get a fruit roll up as my snack. Fruit roll ups were the best. Mm. But it's so trippy because fruit roll ups are soft. But when you put the ice cream inside, it becomes chewy. That's so weird. I know it's going to harden it, obviously, because it's cold ice cream. But to the point where it, she's crunching on that stuff like it's ice. I know. It's crazy. These are harder they to are hard unroll like, <laughs> than I remember. Are hands just bigger? When I was a kid, I mean, I could plow through one of these with no problems. Oh, so. I must still be a kid. I got it out with no worries. You got no it? Problems. Okay. Look at my fruit roll up. I'm going to make it work. It's all. No. Oh, wait, I, got, I got it. I got it. got it? Okay. Go. Yeah. Okay. Take it off of the plastic. Oh, come on. Now, and then you you got to put the ice cream in the center. Uh, JC, since you haven't seen it, um, I'll, I'll show you okay. with mine, and then you guys can try it. So here's just the fruit roll-up, and then I've got my ice cream, mm -hmm. and Steph brought us an ice cream scooper. So you're going to take, like, a scoop. I'm not going to do a full scoop. I'm just going to do just enough, about half a scoop of ice cream, and you put it in the fruit roll up okay and then you wrap it oh up did you put too much ice cream in i don't think so. oh my gosh it's already starting to freeze you no way you're doing yours too oh. okay i'm doing like a follow-along tutorial okay. okay i'm gonna do it with you guys yeah okay. it started to crack already and then see this ice cream's kind of melting so that's why i'm doing more ice cream okay this is funny and this is this is what you have it's like a little ice cream fruit roll-up dumpling okay. okay oh my gosh Okay, so I'm going to take a bite and okay. see. Oh my gosh. You guys, this is so good. Yeah. What? What the does crunch, it taste like? The crunch. The crunch is awesome. Yeah. The crunch is amazing. Um, This like literally tastes like strawberries and cream. It's so good, you guys. Wow. This is a... I'm... I'm so shocked it's freezing as I put it right? together. That crunch is so intense. It doesn't hurt your teeth. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I see pure joy on your face, by the way. It's delicious. It looks so good. It's delicious. You guys got to try it. All right, I got mine assembled. Me too. You go first, Stacey. The crunch. It's not, it's not difficult. Oh, my God. Oh, you slurp in. <laughs> That's good. Isn't it good? <laughs> Isn't it good? Take another bite. Get the crunch. The 
way oh it, it reminds me of Magic Shell. Do you guys remember Magic Shell? Yes, on the ice cream and it freezes. It, it, it reminds me of that. It, mm. it doesn't hurt to crunch it, but no. it's a sweet version. It's a fruity version of it. Oh my gosh, that fruit roll-up is so good, too. Isn't that good? Steph, you got to try it. Okay, mine's kind of melting, too, so I should okay. do this quickly. Okay, I'm going to take my bite. Mm-hmm. Isn't that good? Oh my god! That sugar rice! <laughs> it is so good! Yeah, it's delicious. The thing is, like I said, um, if you're counting calories, the fruit roll-up itself was 50. We didn't put a whole scoop of ice cream. At least I didn't. I put like maybe a half, closer to a quarter of a, a scoop. You need just enough that you can wrap it around. Yeah. And it is fabulous. Oh my god! Done. I love it. It's a little messy, but yeah. of course. It, but other than that, it is so good. I love this trend. Someone is telling us, next time get a mango popsicle and just wrap the fruit roll up around it. Oh. Yeah, the lady used mango ice cream. We used vanilla. But this is fabulous. Oh, my gosh. That crunch is, and you're assembling it, too. It's a lot of fun. You're making a dessert. That's yes. I, I like just that. like that because you get... You get the sweetness you need if you're not a big dessert person, but you want something sweet. It just seems like a quick, easy dessert that does the job. I felt like a kid again, Mm -hmm. not just with the fruit roll up, but doing the assembling and then those taste buds immediately takes you back and the smell. So that made me really, really happy. That was delicious. I love that one. So let's someone just said, I'm addicted to the fruit roll up crunch. I know that's what I liked about it, too. It was just that initial crispiness. And it sounds, this lady's crunch, the video that we played, that sounds intimidating, but our crunch was nice. That sounded painful, but when you do it, it's not, not painful. It's, no. a, it's a crispiness. It's it's not like a hard crunch. So, thumbs up for me. Two thumbs up for me. Yep, same thing. Two thumbs up. So good. Absolutely delicious. The fruit roll-up crunch was so good. Again, two ingredients, fruit roll-ups and ice cream. Almost done here. What about you, Mercedes? Did you finish? No, I still have most of mine. I don't know if I should finish. Oh, do it. I, I, I plow through mine. You yeah. did? Do it. It's so good. And there's the thing. We've done desserts before where you feel kind of full afterwards. I don't feel stuffed. Mm-mm. Mm. It is really, really good. My hands are sticky. But... I know. I have, uh, I've got, uh, like, like wipes here if you want them. You know it's bad when your napkin is sticking to your fingers. Yeah. And you can't get it off. So. That was delicious. Love that one. Okay, so we go from an amazing Try Tuesday to Heads Up with an amazing fries. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing Heads Up, and we got a great prize for you. We have two tickets for you to see Sam Hunt. Coming to Resorts World on April 21st, the country music superstar is going to take over their theater for a limited two-night engagement on the 21st and 22nd. And tickets are actually on sale right now at access.com. That's AXS.com and RWLasVegas.com. But if you want to go for free, all you got to do is call us right now. Caller 20. If you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to see the show. Let's do this right now. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Christina, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? We're ready. All right. We hear you have a special helper today. Who's who's helping you out? 
Uh, my, my, my son, Finnegan, we're on the way to school. Hi, Finnegan, how are you? Good, how are you? <laughs> Good. Nice. Okay, let's do this, guys. We need you to pick a category. Do you want to go with dolphin watching, laundry day, three ring circus, or tomato sauce? Laundry day. Laundry day it is. Okay, National Laundry Day is this upcoming Saturday. These are all things, clothing items, and things that are associated with the laundry, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning, guys? We're going to go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Christina and Finn, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you go see Sam Hunt, and you start now. After you put things in the washer, then you put them in the... Dryer. Yes. Um, this is what you put on your feet before your shoes. Socks. Yes. This is what you put in the washer to make things clean. This liquid. Yes. This is when your clothes are all wrinkly. You'll use one of these to get the wrinkles out. Dryer sheet. No, it's a, it's a, a, it's a metal thing. Yes. This is when you, when you do the laundry, you take your clothes and you make sure you do this to them so you can put them in your drawers. Hold them. Yes. This is um, not pants, but you wear them in the summer. Shorts. Yes. You got it. It was a team effort, too. I loved it. Congratulations, you guys. Body. Thank you. We listen to you every day. We listen to Try It Tuesday. We we're always trying to call and get through, and we never can. And we just won tickets for our oldest sister today. Oh, it was your lucky day. Well, you guys did a great job. Congratulations. You were all set with those tickets Thank to go see so Sam Hunt a week from Friday, Friday, April 21st at Resorts World. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning with Heads Up. And then next hour... 9.40, you're going to go see Madonna. We've got your tickets to go see Madonna happening at 9.40. It's Mix 94.1. You guys, I have the best news. I have the greatest news ever. This is so exciting. If you drive a car in Las Vegas, this is going to make your day. Are you ready? I don't think you're ready. Are you ready? I'm talking to you, JC. Yeah, I'm Are ready. ready. I'm ready. You said you guys. It's been all of us. We're ready. Okay. So, state regulators voted yesterday to reduce the hours that HOV lanes are regulated in Las Vegas. The Nevada Department of Transportation's Board of Directors voted unanimously to cut back the hours for lanes dedicated as HOV lanes to between the hours between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. and between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. Yeah. Woo! Hallelujah. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. The, that was... The day they changed that to like that whole all day sort of thing was the worst day ever. I mean, what a waste. I'd see those lanes open and we couldn't go in them because it was just me and my car. So I had to sit in the traffic jam and now they're reducing the hours. Is this not the greatest news ever? So what are the new hours? Like six to eight or something? It's, it's, more, it's morning uh, drive and then afternoon drive time where there'll be a couple of hours. But who's carpooling in Las Vegas? That's not a thing we do here in town. People get in their cars and we go. We don't. This is not a carpool city. It just not is. I'm, I'm with you, Mercedes. The HOV lanes back in the day used to be that way. A couple of hours. Weekends, it was always just anyone can go with the Wild West. And it is. You'll sit there in traffic on the 95, bumper to bumper. And you look at that lane. Like, there's no one there. It Absolutely w- no one there. It, I probably was talking too fast, but um, I had said the hours are 6 to 8 a.m. And then 4 to 6 p.m. So just think 
Like you're driving at three and there there can be traffic at three o'clock. You can go in that lane. You don't even have to worry. It's three fifty nine. You're okay. Go right through it. And you don't have to worry about a thing. We finally have this issue fixed in Las Vegas. On to the next one. Now what do we need fixed? Oh, the the airport drip. Yes, especially when you just get your car washed and plop. If you don't know what we're talking about, when you go through the airport tunnel and that random drip of water drips on your windshield, it's like, where is that even coming from? And can we just put like a little plug in there so it stops doing that? And how is it always hitting all of our windshields? Well, the water authority comes down on you for a little leak, a little leak at your house, a little sprinkler overflow. The drip water authority has been going on since the tunnel was built in the mid 90s. That's a lot of that's a lot of water waste. That is that's a great thing. Okay, now that the HOV lane situation has been remedied, what else needs to be fixed in Las Vegas? We got the airport drip. We need to make a list of all these okay. things. Airport drip. Um, can we do something about the length of the red lights in town? Can we, can we, I'm not saying make them super short, but I can listen to a whole song on our radio station and half of another at some lights. It's, it's just insane. I don't understand why they're so long and I get it. The traffic engineers have a method to their madness, but I really don't think there's any harm in maybe making it 30 seconds less. Yeah. I, yeah. That. And that'll add up with each traffic light you're stuck at. That's yeah. a great one. That's real good. Okay. Length of traffic lights. With your traffic lights. And we're, we're seeing more and more of these, but uh, I'm sure there's a reason why they're not at every single light. But if you're you're at a traffic light and you're going to turn left, and it's green, so the cars that are going straight are going through with no problem. The cars that are coming straight from the other side are coming through with no problem. I think every single light should be that blinking left yellow to turn to turn left. Because if there's no cars coming, you're sitting at a red light, you're sitting there for absolutely no reason. Sitting for no reason. When you could easily make your left turn. Yeah, that's. I like those. I've been seeing more and more of those. Those are fantastic. So I say, yeah, more yellow turn options yes and you gotta you do have to be careful when you're turning to make sure no one's walking uh, no pedestrians are crossing the street you have to definitely look but we can have more of those here in town okay call us up if you have an idea on what needs to be the next thing that we work on to change or fix in las vegas you can text us also 702-364-9400 this text says can we get rid of roundabouts what is your take on roundabouts I did not like them at first, but now that I uh, I know how they work, I feel like I'm I'm pretty smooth with roundabouts. I'm okay. we only have a select few here in town. The ones in Summerlin, I do think they help. Instead There's of, some in Henderson too. Is there some in Henderson? Mm-hmm. Um, there is one in. Um, there's a couple, um, the not Book Park, West Charleston, where the Best Buy is back there. If you're going to Lowe's and everything, into uh, what's that? Oh, the, Costco back there. Yeah, yeah the, the the little what's that called? I know what you're talking about. There's Burger a Burger King, King back there. Yeah. yeah, there's a little roundabout back there, which which definitely saves time. But I think a lot of people, for some reason, can get confused on that roundabout. Yeah, I think that the problem is more people. Most people don't know how to drive in them and what the etiquette is. Um, I'm was like you at first. I hated them. Then I learned the way you're supposed to drive through them and now i actually like them because i think it keeps the flow of traffic moving Mm -hmm. so you're not completely stopped unless there's a car um but i do get what you're saying they're intimidating they definitely are intimidating let's talk to uh matt matt now that the hov lanes are fixed what's the next thing that we need to work on 
We need the Hyperloop. We need to get to L.A. fast. Oh, where's the hallelujah? Do we have a hallelujah? We don't have a hallelujah. Oh, wait, I think she have, put one we, in. Okay, hold on okay, a second. Um, Matt, I could not agree with you more. And they need to get here fast. Yes. And and not a train that starts in Barstow or goes to Barstow. Because when they talked about that, the train will no. go to Barstow. Like, what are we going to do once we're in Barstow? Yeah, then how do we get <laughs> where we stopped. need to go? Matt, you are so right on with that. Let's get a hyper train to L.A. so we don't have to worry about getting stuck on the 15 when there's weather issues, like on the Cajon Pass. We don't have to worry about that. That is a 100% hallelujah on that one. Thank you so much, Matt. Um this one says, uh, take out all orange cones if there is no construction. Oh, my gosh. They're everywhere. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, what, what are you working on? There's just been yellow cones here for six years, and I, I have not seen anything fixed. They're, I know they're doing a bunch of repaving right now for, 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 for what Formula One comes to town in November, but there was some construction on Las Vegas Boulevard that had nothing to do with the paving. And as I'm driving to Las Vegas now, Channel 8, I'm sure you encounter the same, because I think we go in, in the same way. Um, there was just, like, construction on the Strip. And as I'm driving through, I'm like, what are they doing? There's just cones up. They're not doing anything. Yes, yes. It's it, it's so confusing. And then it backs up traffic, and it's just it, it turns into a mess there. Uh, how about this one? Oh, get the hallelujah ready for this one. Are you ready? From the text line. Fix the sewer smell around the fashion show parking garage and surrounding area. I don't smell it at the fashion show. I smell it at Spring Mountain and the 15th. That's where it starts to kick That's in where it to you. me. Um, what? Yeah, can we not fix that smell? Can we not put some air fresheners in there? Like, yeah, what what, is, it, what's going on? What is causing that too? I don't know. It's it's awful. Um, this one says um, we need to get the lottery as a funding source for government programs like the school district. Yes. Praise the Lord. Wasn't all the money for marijuana supposed to go to the schools? Or a lot of it supposed to go to the schools? Where's that money going? I know. I thought so, too. The weed I, money was going to help out schools. No, It's just, it, it. what happened? The schools are like, uh, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> Anybody uh, going to deliver on this promise? Um, this Drew says there is already a high-speed train in the works from L.A. to Vegas. That will be by Brightline Railways. It's been approved and wheels are in motion. Yes. Nice. That'll be good. Oh, I'm so excited about that. I just, uh, I couldn't be happier about this HOV lane. When I saw this the story yesterday, I was just like, it's about time. Did you know, and I just discovered this recently because I was, I was in an Uber. Um, if you're on the 15 North and you want to get on the 95 North, that there is a left lane exit. It's an HOV yes. only one. I never knew that existed. That's how we get home when we're coming from the strip, and then it takes you, and there's no one on it. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I'm in, I'm in an Uber, and the guy starts veering to the left, and I'm like, ah, uh, the exit's on the right. Where are you going? And all of a sudden, I'm like, I had no idea. It's just HOV only that that nice quick little exit existed. Yeah, it's super cool and definitely convenient, so you don't get stuck in that craziness on the right side where everyone's like, wait, which oh lane do I go yes. in? It's such a mess. So, <laughs> oh boy. So good news locally this morning. I'm super excited. Now, next hour, tickets to go see Madonna. That's at 940. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? When it comes to work, are you happy? I mean, are you truly happy and satisfied with your job? That is on the way. Also, 
It's time for spring cleaning, right? What is the most annoying mess in your house? And uh, do you kind of fall with the majority on this one? And speaking of the home, do you like sentiment home decor? Do you know what that is? I bet you might have a piece of it in your home. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Shape of you. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Only about half of U.S. workers say they are extremely or very satisfied with their job overall. Part of the stress might stem from not taking enough PTO, pay time off. Just 48% of employees say they use all of their PTO. One workplace expert says it's because some people are conditioned to believe that if you aren't at work, you are lazy. Or at risk of being replaced. Most workers say they are extremely or very satisfied with their relationship with their co-workers and with their manager or supervisor. And about 7 in 10 or more say that they're treated with respect, that they can be themselves at work all or most of the time. And the majority also says that they have to they have at least one close friend at work and that they feel their contributions at work are valued a great deal or a fair amount. Okay, scale of 1 to 10, go around your overall happiness here at the radio station. We'll start with you, Steph. With me. Okay, overall, I would say a 9. I think that we have a great balance all of us when we want to be social and then there's times where we know that we want like our own space and I think our studios our little own separate studios help with that but other than that I feel like I'm living the dream this is an awesome job my our boss is great and we only see just us three and that's that's the best part of it yeah. we don't see anyone else yeah it's just our own little world what about you uh overall happiness I would say it's an eight to an 8.5 what is it that's bringing it down um I mean overall in my mind it's a 10 but there are days where I'll leave here I'm just down on myself over my performance or something that would that I said on the air or like ah why did I why did I go down that road and yeah there'll be times where I, when I walk here just like just not happy with me and how I was here at the radio station so because of that I would give it an, an 8.5 8.5 that's fair I I think I would rate it a little higher um it, it's definitely not a perfect 10 because I, I think there are always things that can be improved but I think the frustrations I have do not involve us. They're outside things um, that have to happen off the air or issues or whatever. So with that being said, I'd say a 9.25. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the day, what would you really like? does depend on the day. And I see your frustrations. Yesterday we had like a meeting after the show and we were going back and forth about a lot of things. And Mercedes has to deal with stuff outside that we, me and JC don't have to deal with, with like regarding music and stuff. And I said, ah, I get why Mercedes gets frustrated sometimes. <laughs> I just sometimes feel like I'm beating my head against a wall. I'm just trying to explain things from a new perspective. And I respect all perspectives. But sometimes I feel like some people think that their perspective is the only one that matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, and you have to open your eyes up to other perspectives <laughs> to get a new perspective. <laughs> I just envision you, your head against the wall. Uh, no, I literally do that. I literally bang it against the wall. <laughs> 
Was there I actual tantrum in the studio? Mine is now a 7.5. No, I'm just kidding. Stop. We're going lower and lower and lower. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Our happiness is going down. Um, also, this morning, we are a couple of weeks into spring. So, have you done any spring cleaning? <laughs> Me neither. In a new survey, 47% of people say they think there is just too much clutter in their home, yet they don't really take care of it. 40% blame their partner. 22% put it on their kids. And 18% of people are willing to admit that it is them. They're the problem. They also asked about the most annoying types of household messes. And regardless of whose fault it is, the most irritating is those piles of random items that are just sitting around everywhere. Oh, piles. Yeah. And they just creep up on you. You don't realize it. it's like you have one thing and then you're like, let me just put this here. I'll take care of it later. And then before you know it, you have a stack of stuff. Our place is on our countertop in the kitchen. Um, I put the mail there. Um, then I kind of separate. This is junk. This needs to be shredded. And then this, these need to be paid. And then it just turns into like three piles. And then I put my coffee cup there when I come home from work. It just turns into a big mess. I can't stand it. It was Friday night. Laura was out of town. And I'm like, I'm going to have a glass of wine. And so I went to our where we keep our wine glasses. And I'm looking at it. I'm three shelves of wine glasses. And it's just the two of us. We don't entertain. I'm like, why do we have so many wine glasses? Mix my, I ended up clearing out half that cabinet, just keeping two sets of wine um, glasses. Uh, I mean, in case we ever do entertain or one breaks. But clear, clear out that entire cabinet. And then last night... Laura goes to get it like a can opener, and it's a drawer where we keep like our, our wine openers. And there's like a bunch of uh, back in the day, I, I guess we would save our, our corks and throw them in that drawer. And she basically like this drawer is overflowing with stuff. So I literally just pulled, poured the drawer out and I dumped all the corks into the trash can. She goes, "No, I'm like, there's like 50 corks in there over 15 years. You didn't know where they're from. Why do we even have them? It's it's just junk." So I got rid of it. That's uh, that's really brave because I'd be paranoid that I'd throw one thing away that I wasn't supposed to, and then I'd have to go dig through my trash can to try to find it. But she's like, "Those corks." I'm like, "Okay, where was this cork from?" Oh, like why do we, why were we saving corks? It was like a thing we were doing. I got rid of all of them. Cleaned house. I did that once. I had that whole closet remodel, and I hired a company. They came in. They organized it for me. It's fantastic. But one thing they made me do is edit my closet. So I had to take things that I never wore or that were not like, you know, bringing me joy or whatever. And I, I threw I, I didn't throw out. I donated um, a bunch of clothes. And wouldn't you know it the next week? I'm like, where is that white button up <laughs> shirt? I know I had it. And then I was like, Ding, you gave it away. So it just it never fails. It's it never true. Fails. Yeah. You don't use it for three years. You donate it. All of a sudden you need it. Then oh, I want it. <laughs> Finally, this morning, uh, speaking of the home, uh, one recent interior design trend is sentiment decor, like signs in your home. Things that say, you know, family or home, live, laugh, love, some, something like that. Um, I, <laughs> our friend has a sign in their kitchen that says, eat. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> eat. Okay. <laughs> um, it's very popular, though. It's really making a comeback in a new poll. 24% of people say they love those signs. Another 25% say they like them, and another 28% don't mind that kind of thing. So here's the question. Call us up and tell us what the sign in your house says. If you have a sign in your house, what does it say? Um, 11% of people say they dislike it, and 8% say they hate it. Um, if, but if you're not a fan, you cannot blame the boomers for this one. It is most popular with young adults. A whopping 61% of Gen Z and 58% of millennials love the word signs. So do you have a word sign in your home, and what does it say?
We do not. I'm running through all the rooms in our house, but we did have one. And it, we, I think we got rid of it because we bought our house. We rented for like five years and then bought the house in 2015. And in 2015, we cleaned house, a bunch of stuff. But for the longest time, we had a keep calm and carry on sign hanging up in our family room. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Keep calm and carry on. Oh, my God. It was above our fireplace. It was awful. I get chills thinking about it. Oh. We, we got rid of it about eight years ago. Thank the Lord. I, I didn't keep calm. I'm like I got angry and threw it out. Mine is 10 times worse. 10 times worse. And it's still up in our home. It's in our bathroom. And when I when we moved into this house, I was just looking for things to put up in the bathroom that would bring that would bring a smile to your face. And I never took it down. I need to. I have a, a sign in there right next to the bathrobes that says, "Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile." <laughs> <laughs> Loser. Loser. <laughs> Is it in your bathroom? Uh, yes, and every time I look at it, I'm like, why do I have this on my wall? This is so dumb. <laughs> One more time, how does it read? Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. You ever go in there all down and out and see it go? Ah. I'm not going to let the world change my smile. Uh, let's talk to Tina. Tina, what does the sign in your house say? It's in our kitchen, and it says, dogs are like potato chips. You can't have just one. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so true. So I true. love that one. That's fantastic, Tina. Um, we're getting some on the text line. It says, we have one that says family, and it's a tree shape with photos, but we have still yet to put our family photos in. It's been three years. So it's random people in your family photo album then? No, they just didn't put any. It's just a tree oh, that says family, but there's no pictures in the family tree um this one oh my gosh this is so funny it says we have one in the bathroom and the sign says good job pooping <laughs> that's good you offer encouragement <laughs> um erica says vino in my kitchen uh this one says kiss the cook or you don't eat oh well, that, what if that was the case i walked into your house <laughs> <laughs> no thank you <laughs> <I'd be slapped. laughs> this one says we just bought a new house and our sign says happy to be home um wow you guys have a ton of signs <laughs> this one says i have a sign that says in this kitchen we lick the spoon um let's talk to jessica jessica what does the sign in your house say it's in my kitchen, and it says, I run a tight shipwreck. Oh, oh, that's cute. I like that. I like the kitchen signs. They're cute. Uh -huh. um, the other ones, I could do without. <laughs> the bathrooms and the keep calm carry-ons? Don't let the world change your smiles. I'm taking that down today. Today, I'm taking that Let's down. Let's hang it up here in the radio station. <laughs> Everyone walks in. That's the first thing they see. Oh, 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 without you, without you. It's so funny you bring this up, Mercedes, off the air, because I actually have an issue with the way my wife does this. I, it, it drives me crazy. And I didn't, I, I didn't realize that women do it too, but question, why do men sneeze so loud? Like last night, it's allergy central in my house because things are blooming and we, my husband and I both will start sneezing just for random reasons. And if I, uh, if I sneeze, it's like, when my husband sneezes, it is so loud. Whenever I hear a man sneeze, it is the loudest thing ever. Is it just a testosterone thing is it something you're incapable of 
keeping a little quiet or is it to get attention? Because I always look at him and I'm like, first, bless you. Second, why do you smoke? Oh, my gosh. That's kind of that's like a loud one. Oh, um, he sneezes so loud. It's it's crazy. Maybe do you it sneeze is a, loud? I do. I'm a loud sneezer. Oh. There, there's a lot to there's a lot to get out. And I'm a multiple sneezer, too. With allergy season, I feel it coming on and it's boom, boom, boom. I, there's like three or four of them. And then there's like fake, fake sneezes. Like, <gasps> oh, gosh, those are the worst. The worst. You know, it's coming out, but it's such a relief afterwards. My complaint, is Matt like this or you like this? My complaint with Laura is she's she's not a loud sneezer. She's, you know, average sneezer. But we'll be sitting on the couch and watching TV, and all of a sudden, it's like oh, no mouth coverage, nothing. I'm like, oh, she doesn't cover I'm like, her what mouth. What are you doing? She's, I, I didn't feel it coming. I'm like, what do you mean? Who does not feel a sneeze coming on? She's like, it just happened. She'll oh. cover the second one. But she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't feel it coming. Like, who doesn't feel a sneeze coming on? It's in her defense. It's just crept up on me before, but I always find a way to cover. Maybe I don't have time for the hands, and I just stick up the arm and sneeze into my arm or something like that. Um, my, this text says, my husband sneezes every time he eats chocolate. Chocolate is the sneeze trigger for you? That For him, that's interesting. Sometimes when I crack open a Red Bull, the fizz, the light fizz, will shoot up my nose and cause a sneeze. Other than allergies, I'm trying to think if, you know what, sometimes I'll sneeze if I eat something really, really spicy. Uh If it comes in, then I'll I'll sneeze. But the weirdest thing is I sneeze in threes. I I just always do three sneezes and I can't control that. And my husband thinks I do that on purpose. He's like, why do you always do that? And I'm like, I have no control over that. It's just happening. Um, This text says, my husband sneezes so loud, I say, Unnecessary. <laughs> it, no, he's letting it all out. I'm here to defend guys. They're loud sneezes. You're just getting it out. And you are always in threes. And if there's a two, if Mercedes has a two, wait for it. The third is coming around the corner. It'll be around there somewhere. But Matt, maybe later in the day. <laughs> but Matt thinks that that you're you're doing it as like a gimmick. Like there's that fourth sneeze, but you're able to hold it in. Yeah, I, I have no control over it. But I think that a lot of guys will sneeze extra loud because it's an attention-seeking mechanism. You want to be the spotlight. You want everyone to bless you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could, if you really wanted to sneeze quietly, you could. Give me the blessings. <laughs> I Send want everyone to notice me, and here I am. <laughs> bless me. <laughs> it's true. So, Steph, does James sneeze really loud? The loudest. Oh. I mean, come on. Hold it a little bit. And then sometimes he can't control his sneezes. That he doesn't cover his mouth. It's disgusting. I, if I'm in public, I do not I do the loud sneeze when I'm at home or in the car from by myself. If I'm in public, I try to muffle that sneeze. Like, <laughs> try to hold it in. I'm, I'm, I don't like big, big public sneezes. I, I'll, if I'm at the house, I'll let it rip. Oh, man. It's because you want to be blessed. <laughs> That's why. I figured you out. <laughs> Boo, doesn't feel a sneeze coming on. <laughs> so, someone just texted me saying, maybe if you do one big loud sneeze, you won't have to do three small ones. <laughs> yeah. I never thought of that. I'm going to do it because I want to be blessed also. <laughs> Stop trying to contain it. Hot three is not happening next what's trending is up next what do you got for us yeah we are gonna talk about uh, a few things beyonce she breaks her own record the upside down will be getting a little more colorful and how you can be married by some hot doggers we'll explain coming up next and what's trending
trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Beyonce is trending this morning. The music icon is getting ready to embark on her Renaissance tour. And yesterday, she broke one of her own records. Her song, Cuff It, it has become her longest charting solo song of all time on the Billboard Hot 100. This song has just been huge for her. It actually surpassed a song from her I Am Sasha Fierce album, and that song is Halo. I really feel like TikTok had a lot to do with this, with Cuff It, just getting huge because of the dance that went with it. You have the total of how many weeks it's been on the charts? Or just it's now back on the charts after? No, it's been the longest charting solo song of all time of hers. So it's been on the charts, whether it's down at the bottom or at the top for the longest amount of time. I don't have the number of weeks, but it just passed this is it though, the huh? halo. Uh, Beyonce, she heads out on tour on May 10th, and then she's going to hit Allegiant Stadium on August 26th and the 27th. But- Go ahead. Oh, that, that concert will be so big when it comes yeah, to town. Oh my be gosh. Huge. Um, also, this morning, Stranger Things is trending. The Upside Down is about to get a little more animated. Netflix has ordered a series for a Stranger Things cartoon. Now, the show has yet to be titled. There's no word on when it would premiere, but the Duffer Brothers, who are the creators of Stranger Things, say that they see this animated spinoff as a way to pay homage to the pop culture of their youth. They said in a statement, we've always dreamed of an animated Stranger Things in the vein of the Saturday morning cartoons that we grew up loving, and to see this dream realized has been absolutely thrilling. I think that's cool. That's like the next evolution of the show, because the show is coming to an end after season five, but we'll still get more of Stranger Things. And look at like this. How long has The Simpsons been on the air? When 1988, 1989 was when The Simpsons started? Yeah, a long time. Stranger Things can live on with these characters. Uh, I saw Millie Bobby Brown this morning. She uh, the, got engaged to John Bon Jovi's son. Did you see that? Oh, I think, think the Lord, you said son. I'm like, son, what? Son, son, son. <laughs> what? Yeah, she's, really? she's 19, he's 20, and uh, they got engaged. And I mean, they look absolutely adorable. What would you tell a 19-year-old that is planning to get married? Why are you getting married at 19? (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys doing? Hey, be in love. Do your thing together. There is no rush to get married, though. If I'm John, I'm having a talk with my son. Listen, there's no rush. What's the rush? Um, You're in love. You can't can't help if you're in love. You can still be in love. You can still be in love. Didn't you meet his kid? Um, I met one of them. I don't think this is the one. The one I met was made of wine. Yeah. Um, this one, he's only 20, so I don't know if he's making wine. He could be. Does John, bon, Steph, can you look? Does John Bon Jovi have more than one son? I think I met a different one. Yeah, yeah I would think the, the one was involved with the wine. You would figure he's at least 21 that's involved with my, wine making with dad. Yeah, so the this one is Jake Bon Jovi. And uh, I don't remember the other kid. Do, do you have anything on that, Steph? Jesse? How old's Jesse? Jesse is... 28. Yeah, I think I'm at Jesse. Jesse yeah. uh, I, did, I have no recollection. Oh, of yeah, but he's wearing, he's holding a wine bottle in this picture. This has to be Jesse. Yeah, is it a, is it a pink? Yep. Yep. It yep. kind of looks like rosé. Yeah, yep. I think it's called Hampton Water. Or... Yeah, the rosés. We've had yeah. it before. It's delicious. It's, it's really, really good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, finally, this morning, um, 
Oscar Mayer is trending. So the famous Wiener Mobile is going to be making its way back to Las Vegas. And Oscar Mayer is holding its first Wiener Mobile of Love this weekend. It's basically your chance to get married on their dime. You can book a 30 minute spot online to be a part of the Wiener Romance. Couples have to show up with a valid Las Vegas wedding license, but the ceremony is free while spaces last. Um, they're going to provide a photographer. It's going to be officiated by the Oscar Mayer or Meyer um, hot doggers. Those are the people that work on the Wienermobile. <laughs> so if you want to do this, you can register at OscarMeyer.com. And that is what's trending. Those tickets for you to see Madonna coming up here in just about 13 minutes. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Hey, Kim. Hey. You are caller 20. Oh, amazing. You guys are the best. I'm so excited. Well, thank you so much for listening this morning. We appreciate it so much. And now you are going to see Madonna on January 18th of next year over at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My daughter's going to be my best friend for the whole year. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on one second, Kim. We'll get your information and we'll have your tickets to go see Madonna again tomorrow morning at 940. And Heather, she's got a pair for you coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Smith's 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. We've got a lot going on. More Madonna tickets for you. More Sam Hunt tickets. More Rob Lowe tickets. More Katy Perry tickets. And they are going to be starting the playoffs from your Vegas Golden Knights my cousin, Alec Martinez, will be joining the show. That's your cousin's coming back on the show he tomorrow. He is. I mean, we're close like that. You guys that. are tight. We're not really cousins. I just like to say that. I, I, I don't think he minds it, though. Yeah, he I said think he's, he's okay to, with it. Yeah, he said he'd play along as well. So don't blow the secrets. The cool that you, you texted your cousin. He's like, yeah, sure. I didn't mean you cuz. Yeah, exactly. So make sure you are listening tomorrow for that. We are headed out. J-Love is on the ne- way next to get you through your workday. But right now, it's time for the line of the day. Last night, Jeremy Renner walked out onto the set of Jimmy Kimmel, which is crazy because just three months ago, in his snowplow accident, he suffered more than 30 broken bones, a collapsed lung, a punctured lung, and more. I read this morning that his eyeball popped out of his socket. Oh my gosh. I read that this morning. I had no idea. If your eyeball pops out, you just put it back in, or like, can you turn it? And you still—is it still working? Can is it, still, I look to the is it functioning? Seriously, Ooh, I can look behind me now. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, I actually saw an interview with Jeremy Reiner where he stated he could see his eye with his other eye. Oh! <laughs> if he's not on the list of Hollywood's like toughest guys, I don't know who else should be. I mean, he is tougher than Hawkeye or whatever the Hawkeye. Or is that what he plays? Hawkeye. I'm just Falcon. Laughing. He's whole Hawkeye. <laughs> he hawked his eye. <laughs> That'll do it for show number eighteen fifteen of Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh,